Well, hello everybody. I don't even know what this is anymore. Is this Jedi Eternal? Is this I don't even know what we are anymore. But welcome back to Jedi Eternal Star Wars Podcast. Uh, this is episode fifty-six. I'm pretty sure, man. It's been like a month since we've been here. But I'm your co-host. I, <laughs> I don't know. Either. I'm your ho- co-host Braxton Taylor here with the redeemed, the purified, the <laughs> sanctified Andrew Bolin. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> I basically uh, I didn't know how to tie it in because I was just like. This past like month or so, it has been crazy with, uh, between both of us uh, having people near us and getting COVID and yeah. getting exposed. Thankfully, like neither that. of us actually got COVID. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we're back together. But yeah, both of us had people close to us that did get COVID. Yeah. So it's just been kind of a weird time. Um, yeah. But we're back. <laughs> we're back in um, action, baby. And here we are a month, um, I think almost exactly a month later uh, since our previous um, episode. Yeah, that, that time passed really quickly. And, and, what's, and what's funny is even... We when we had done that episode, we were talking about how like it'd been a while. Oh, so like you guys have not had a whole lot of content. Hopefully, you've not forgotten about us. I've been um, been making a point to post like a ton of memes. So I'm hoping yeah, that's, that's good. Feel yeah, like- <laughs> and and you know we had our live yeah. um, and stuff. So we've had some interaction out there, but not as much as we want you guys to be able to have. Yeah. So if we it wasn't apologize for, such, for that. Yeah, but, so if it wasn't for <laughs> such crazy circumstances, we yeah. wouldn't allowed to go that long. But right, yeah, right. Yeah. But we're back. We are back, baby. So let's go over a few announcements, or not announcements necessarily, but recaps over what's happened this past couple uh, weeks to a month or so, and we're going to get into our regularly scheduled program. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, we had our live stream on May the 4th on Star Wars Day. That was a blast. So big thank you to each and every one of you that came out. It wasn't as big as last year's because we didn't really put it out there as much. It was mo- mostly just like people who wanted to be there, which that made it you know, pretty awesome though, because yeah, yeah, everybody definitely. was there, wanted to watch and stayed basically for the whole time. Um, for some of you crazy people over in the UK, it was really late for you all. So, uh, yeah, we're very thankful, very thankful. I can't even tell you how much it means to us when yeah, you guys yeah. join in and, uh, participate, talk with us. It literally means the world to us. So. It really does. I mean, because again, I, I said it a billion times and I'll probably say it a billion more, but you know, when we first started this podcast and this whole, community you know we didn't expect it to be a community you know we expected just to be me and andrew doing everything we've always done just (laughs) talking and then hey we're just happening to record it now but now it's grown to the point where we have you know uh, you know many many people who are really close and then several hundred people who are kind of just out there and listen every once in a while stuff yeah but the fact that there's like even a a semi small to decent sized group who are constantly interacting like that is so cool Super thankful. So thanks for coming out for our live stream. I do want to mention, during that live stream, we did uh, give away uh, A Skywalker, A Family at War, which is a new book. It's kind of like a fictional autobiography type thing for the uh, the Skywalker family. A very cool book. That actually was given away to Rachel Pikus. I hope saying your name right, <laughs> Rachel Pikus. Anyway, um, that is JB's uh, uh, lovely lady, and she won that. She actually just got it. I believe it was yesterday, and I could be wrong, but I believe it was yesterday. And she told me that that was a day before her birthday. So she's treating it as a birthday present. So happy birthday, Rachel. Yeah, today would be her birthday, right? I believe so, unless and, I misread and, the And now, comment. of course, when everyone hears this, it'll be the day after her birthday. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Rachel. Happy birthday to you. 
Oh, wow. wow. That was pretty little good. Little fireworks. Little fireworks going up. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was beautiful. You know, like the, the song and, and uh, dance and stuff from the end of episode six, that's what's yeah, happening. That's what's happening. In our minds. <laughs> Not physically. <laughs> Uh, no, so happy birthday. Um, anyway, congratulations on winning the book. Thank you for coming out. Those of you who want to continue to have opportunities like that, every time a new book comes out, we usually try to, to give it away. Honestly, with the new games that come out, um, we might, you know, that might be a bigger prize, of course, um, but we, uh, we would like to maybe do that too. Yeah, every once in a while. Every once in a while. I mean, that's a big thing. <laughs> within reason and our uh, <laughs> within our budget, you know. Within our budget. <laughs> but point is, is if you want to, if you want to get in on some of these contests, just please keep your eyes and ears open on our Facebook page. We're gonna have uh, giveaways from time to time. Usually, we have giveaways on our live streams if they're a big enough one, like a big event live stream. So uh, yeah, if you yeah. wanna, if you wanna have that opportunity, please continue to follow along with us. We're gonna have more in the future. Um, Last couple things I want to say, and Drew has anything else he can, but I do want to just continue to plug our uh, two ways of helping us grow, and that is first and foremost, we have our GoFundMe. Uh, it is our fundraiser for Jedi Eternal 2.0. We want to grow, we want to get better, and the only way to do that, unfortunately, is buy better gear, and yeah. <laughs> to buy better gear, that costs money, and that's a lot of times money that we don't necessarily have, because we already are pouring money into this continually, so adding that much more is kind of difficult. So, if you want to help us in that manner and help us get better gear, we would absolutely love that and appreciate that. Of course, we also do have our uh, merchandise. Of course, we have uh, a store online that's uh, plugged in our Facebook page and Instagram, and specifically within our Linktree uh links, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Anyway, but you can find a lot of different stuff, but specifically hats and shirts and it has our logo on it and it looks pretty cool. I really like yeah, it. Yeah. And I have a lot of people saying that they really like it too. Um, apparently the, the shirts are pretty good quality and stuff. So I, excellent. Yeah. So without further ado, unless Drew has anything uh, else. Want to I add? Do, uh, one thing I want to add is okay. uh, thank you to everyone who stuck around for our late night entertainment. Ooh, yes. Um, after our live stream where I streamed me playing some of um, Tales from Galaxy's Edge, yeah. uh, the VR game. Um, we're going to do a part two to that uh, very soon. So keep your eyes out on Facebook. I might try to do that again, like, next week sometime mm -hmm. uh we'll see because you know i just have to see how my schedule turns out but like uh if i do it it'll be like in later in the evening like last time so it'll be pretty late probably for most yeah um, so you can join me on that we'll we'll keep you posted on facebook um but to give you guys kind of a heads up once we finish that um, then we're going to move on with Braxton doing Vader Immortal. Wow. And so then you'll be watching him do that, and I'm sure that will be very entertaining. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, keep your eye out for that just to give you guys some extra content. And then, of course, we are wanting to um, uh, start streaming some more games, and right now we're kind of in, in a tie between Knights of the Old Republic and Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, so I think yeah. I believe we're going to make another to so we can have a final decision made right and uh we'll start doing some let's plays with uh with whatever game is chosen so. yeah super excited for that also uh we had a little like you know it was the first time we tried to do it so when drew had his late night entertainment uh with through the oculus um we had some technical difficulties of him not being able to see people's comments and stuff and uh what i'd like to do if we can is we're going to work on that 
so he can see your comments and stuff. And of course, if at all possible, and this is maybe an offline or off air conversation, but we're going to try to maybe get uh, me being able to like talk and he can hear me and you can hear me and stuff like that. I think yeah. that'd be fun too. Yeah, so. we, we would like to do that. So I'll have to work on that. <laughs> so anyway, again, thanks for everybody sticking around with us. It's been uh, a little bit of a absence here, but we are very thankful for each and every one of you. So now we're going to get into our program here that everybody knows and hopefully loves and we're going to get quickly into our news so the very first news piece for this week is that a uh, an actress who has been casted for the new that's coming up has actually started some lightsaber training and i believe there even was a video that had come out for this uh drew what do you have on that for us yeah so this is uh moses ingram who we know is in the kenobi series uh, there had been some rumors that she was, and she had implied that she would be maybe potentially using lightsabers. Yeah. Some uh, thought maybe that she was just kind of like, you know, just messing around. Like, oh, I'm but, in Star Wars, so I play yeah, with right, lightsabers. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but no, she uh, showed a video of her training for the role, and she very uh, much is carrying a blue lightsaber mm. and definitely knows how to use it. Interesting. So um, she posted that on May the 4th um, as, as her, like, uh, Star Wars post. And so it's bringing a lot of um, a lot of questioning to what this means um, and where this could go. Um, you know, there's, there's a couple of different things, and we've talked about it a little bit before. But, um, you know, one of the big ones is potentially Ahsoka, a yeah. younger Ahsoka, yeah. um, or an Inquisitor. Or, I mean, I guess there's always an opportunity for it to just be someone else completely. Yeah. Um, that's not a, a, a crazy thing uh, to assume, but... Right. What is your thoughts? I mean, do you are you leaning towards anything? I mean, we, we uh, it, it seems to appear she's definitely using a lightsaber. So the question is, is what is she going to be um, uh, using this lightsaber for exactly? Yeah, I mean, really at this point, it's, it's hard to tell. There's so little information like you said you have three possibilities for you she could be uh an inquisitor which that what it could be for me is that it's a jedi like a young jedi uh you know an apprentice of some sort right padawan or whatever that has their blue lightsaber but then uh you know gets captured post order 66 and is being converted into an inquisitor as we know that happened so so maybe we're seeing some of those flashbacks uh of her Padawan, you know, as a, in the Padawan era and uh, before she turns into Inquisitor. That could be one thing. Uh, in, 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 parts of, uh, in parts of her being Ahsoka, that's also definitely a possibility. Oh, I'm sorry, I've been over here. <laughs> I, uh, it definitely could be a possibility. <laughs> sorry, we have some complications with Andrew's mangy mutt here. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, while he's doing that. So anyway, uh, it definitely could be uh, Ahsoka, of course. You know, we have this established with, um, gosh, of course, I'd forget her name as soon as I uh, bring it up. But anyway, the uh, the lady who played uh, Ahsoka in Mando. Um, of course, you know, she we have her established as that. But then again, this is could be, you know, like what? Like, she's 20, 30 years uh, earlier. So, um, yeah, anyway, it definitely could be Ahsoka. And then, um, you know, it just could be another random person. Now, I think the random person one is, is less likely, um, but that's just me. So I definitely think it could be either the Ahsoka or Inquisitor one. That's my two guesses for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think? Are you leaning towards anything? Um, I mean, the, the she's carrying a blue lightsaber. Mm-hmm. 
um, which could does, doesn't have to mean anything, right? Right. Um, and that could be just kind of a way to throw people off. Um, but a blue lightsaber could mean Ahsoka, right? Sure. Or did she, yeah. she didn't. She had a green lightsaber at first, right? But then she ended up with the blue. Is that yeah. how that works? Yeah. Uh, when did she start having a blue lightsaber? Do you remember? Oh, it was like remember. halfway through Clone Wars, I would say. Um, there. I think. So I. I think that um, we've heard so much that that there's going to be flashbacks in this, right? Like most likely, like Clone Wars flashbacks, right? So we can get that. We can see more of that Obi Wan and Anakin relationship, and I think it would be a very huge missed opportunity to not get a live action Ahsoka with a live action yeah. Hayden Christensen and you know McGregor. Saying? Like that's a dream come true um, for many fans. Yeah, I looked this up real quick. The lightsaber lightsaber collar change from green and yellow to blue actually happened in Clone Wars Season 7. So it was much later than I thought. So it actually would work out because it's right around Episode 3. Right, so it could work out really well. It would work out, yeah. Because you assume if we do get flashbacks, it is going to be around probably not too long before Revenge of the Sith kind of keep with the um the appearances that they had and stuff i would assume so yeah um so yeah it, th- that could be an indication um or it could be an inquisitor and they just don't want to show the red you know because that would be a big giveaway right um, right exactly or I, I i'm not completely against the idea of it being uh, a some kind of padawan that that escaped the, the order 66 and it'll be one's just trying to, you know, help her out, keep her safe. Yeah, or, you it know, could be. It could very well be who, something who like that. Who ultimately ends up dying, you know, or something Well, like right. That, like, she's probably not going to survive. But, but you know, it, I think one thing that could maybe uh, catch Obi-Wan's attention is a is a a Jedi. Because here's the thing. Maybe the Inquisitors go after <clears> this, <throat> this young Jedi and Kenobi yeah. kind of steps in type that deal. I mean, you never know, right? It could be, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the, there's just so many different possibilities, and we just don't have enough answers yet. No, um, that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah. But 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 we do know like this character is going to be using a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. We, that I think we can pretty much agree on at this point. Oh yeah. So it's just a sure. matter of like what what that character will be. So let's yeah. let's move on to our second news story. Our second news story is kind of continuing on the Kenobi theme. Uh, Ewan McGregor was recently um, interviewed in uh, on Jimmy Kimmel, and they were talking about Kenobi. And uh, he, uh, Ewan McGregor, had some really interesting things to say. Uh, Kimmel had Kimmel had asked if they did anything special to celebrate May the Fourth, and McGregor um, said that they filmed a very special scene on May the 4th with someone very special in his life. Hmm. And he didn't provide any, any other details, but he said, other than he said he hasn't acted with them before and isn't related to them necessarily. So he ha- that that okay that throws a kind of a wrench in the cogs there. He hasn't acted with them before. Interesting. But yeah. that could again lean towards the Ahsoka uh, thought, right? 
well, to some yeah. degree. So to some degree, right? I mean, you you have to think um, there's very good chance it could be something like Ahsoka because mm-hmm. they're not related necessarily, but like they're kind of a family, right? Right, exactly. And we know it's not wouldn't be Hayden Christensen because, of course, they've acted together. Right. So I think Ahsoka is a um, would be a good bet on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but again, like it's just we just have to wait yeah. and uh, and see but but uh i i cannot tell you enough how excited i am for this show <laughs> I know, like i'm so excited that nothing else in star wars has me as pumped and excited as this show i know and the day we finally get like our first look at it is going to be um so much hype i know and yeah i'm so I, excited i also read something I there was a there was a an article I think it's from the same interview where he said that um, I think Kimmel had asked him and I might get a little bit of this wrong because I don't have it in front of me I apologize but he had asked Ewan if if how it felt to get back in the suit how to get back at, like in his costume and he said and his reply was that he's not necessarily um, going to be wearing what you might think he would be. Yeah, and that he. Well, I mean, and that he's yeah. not going to um, necessarily be back in like Revenge of the Sith um, robes or anything. Which I mean, so, makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense to um, to us, I guess. But to some, yeah, may maybe not. other people are like, wait, right. what? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so exciting stuff. Yeah, I'm super excited. We could talk about this all day, but, but yeah, we could. We're, our first two is about the Kenobi series, so you're, <laughs> we're lucky that we made it uh, in uh, we're lucky. What, 17 minutes. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so anyway, let's get to our final news piece for this week, which actually is a, a potentially for some people very exciting news piece. Um, that this actually just came up like a day or two ago. And uh, for those of you who may know, uh, Star Wars Celebration, which is a huge convention that happens every two years uh, across the country and sometimes even outside of the country of the U.S. Um, it's a huge Star Wars, you know, convention. And anyway, it is uh, was supposed to happen in early August of 2022, but actually, for the first time, has been moved up. So uh, or back, however yeah. you want. To, yeah, it's been moved up. That's how you say it. Closer to us, right? And right. uh, now the new dates are May 26th through May 29th of 2022. So basically, this time next year. Star Wars Celebration will be going on. Um, so that's very exciting uh, because obviously you're going to get to see some stuff sooner rather than later. And for Andrew and I, uh, you know, it's it's a great time. Like I said, uh, you know, it, we went back in 2019 and we just going to go to tr- try to go in 2020 uh, or whenever. I don't even know how, how it worked out. Why well, it was two years in a row like that. But because I thought it was every two years. I don't know. Maybe well, I'm they wrong. had changed it. Um, they had decided to do it. Uh, every year, I think. Uh, okay. I think it also had to do with the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back too. But anyway, point is, is that it's being moved up. So uh, that's a pretty big thing. So for those of you who are maybe wanting to try to go or, you know, who already have tickets, you know, that's a pretty big deal that it's being moved up several months. Um, this is something that, that Drew and I, uh, you know, would love to go to. I think Drew actually already has his tickets and is planning to go and stuff. I really want to go. <laughs> I don't have tickets yet because, uh, you know, it's hard to get a hold of them. So long story short, super excited about that. Those of you who may want to know more about that can check it out online. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited because it's, it's actually going to line up with Memorial day next year. And yeah. so that's like yeah. one less day I have to, you know, actually like <laughs> take, take off, off for. Yeah. 
Um, but also, it's going to not be as hot in oh, California yeah, yeah. in May than it will be in August. So that works too. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, Celebration is an amazing experience. Um, I hope that we're both there and I hope that um, that some of you guys are going to be there and yeah. uh, we can meet up and, and um, enjoy some Star Wars together. That That'd would be, be awesome. awesome. Yeah. But also, like, we're going to, if, if, even if, if Braxton can't be there uh, i'll be there definitely for sure and like there will be coverage of celebration whether hopefully yeah. we both can be there to cover it but if not yeah. i'll be there to cover it for sure and, well, and that's something um, i was going to mention you know if, if this is something you all want we're guys going to do it you know some some stuff regardless but um you know if we get to go and that is the plan of course uh if we get to go what would you guys like to see of course yeah, we're going to try to sure. do like a daily maybe short live stream or just mm -hmm. maybe a compilation video and post it um, you know, and just kind of cover what we saw that day and stuff like that. But if there's anything else that you guys would like to see on that, let us know and we can definitely try to incorporate that. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Definitely. So, okay, we're, that is the end of our news segment. So now we're going to move into our rumors. And so our very first rumor has to do with Jedi Fallen Order, which we was just talking about earlier. And supposedly the Jedi Fallen Order sequel is reportedly targeted for a 2023 release. Um, so, yeah, you know, some, some parts of me wants to say that that's sooner than expected, and some parts of me wants to say that it's uh, later than expected. Um, because we got Fallen Order in what, 20, is it 2018 or 2019? I can't even remember now. Um, let me see. <clears throat> so the, the, the rumor was that they actually were planning to release this even earlier than that, but COVID kind yeah. of pushed it back. Yeah. Um, and so now they're looking for a 2023 release. I, I'll be honest. Um, that's actually farther out than I expected. I was really expecting us to get this game, um, in 2022. Yeah. So the yeah. fact that it is going to be, um, it's going to be 2023. If that's the case, mm -hmm. um, that, that is quite a while away. Now, this also says they, they think there might be a teaser on June 12th at the EA Play um, conference. Yeah. But if we're talking 2023... That's two, um, still two years out. Yeah, you know we're still mean? a long ways away. And so <laughs> yeah. they may they may want to hold off on, a, on the official announcement. Right. Um, but, but at the same time... I think everyone's pretty aware that like they're making a sequel, like right. they're obviously making one. So it wouldn't be necessarily crazy to, to go ahead and announce it, but we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. So you can go ahead with our. Yeah, next. I think it, and I think if they do announce it, it's it's not going to be like it's not going to give us much information. Right? <laughs> no, like it might it's just be like show a teaser. A, yeah, it may just show anything. like a title, and that may yeah. be really all yeah. we get. But yeah, moving on to our second rumor. Um, and this kind of follows, again, what we were talking about earlier with Kenobi. There is a new rumor out there suggesting that um, the Inquisitors will be in the Kenobi series. Yeah. And so yeah. with that, um, you know, could it be Moses, you know, this this new character? Um, uh, this source is saying that it is... Moses. They've been told Moses is an Inquisitor. Mm. Uh, I remain hesitant for now on that. Um, again, these are just rumors. No real answers just yet. Um, but again, like it does make sense for Inquisitors to be in this. Yeah. Um, you know, if 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 
If Kano- oh, sorry, I'm oh yawning. no. Ah, sorry. Whew. Now Braxton's yawning. Oh, if down. Kenobi is going to be um, somewhere <laughs> out there and Vader finds out, it only makes sense that the Inquisitors are probably going to get involved. Right. Um, even though I feel like Vader's going to want Kenobi for himself. Um, but yeah, I I think there is a high chance of the Inquisitors being involved, but it doesn't necessarily mean that Moses is playing an Inquisitor. Sure, yeah. So. I, I'm kind of in the spot, like, okay, whether Moses is an Inquisitor or not, I'm in the I'm in the boat that it almost makes like it would almost make no sense if there there weren't inquisitors. Kind of a weird way to put it, but basically saying like no, you're right. It, it's in the perfect time frame in which inquisitors would exist and be active, still trying to hunt down Jedi. So either A, Moses is an inquisitor or B, again, Moses is a young Jedi that's running from the inquisitors and Kenobi has to help kind of like what we had yeah. spoken about earlier. And yeah, it's it's We'll just have to wait because yeah. I, I keep saying that, but it's just there's there's so many possibilities right now, and it's it's hard to 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 really know which direction to go with all of it. Uh, you know, we we heard the rumor that there were going to be an elite trooper of a uh, troop of clones that were going to um, go after Kenobi um, and potentially led by by Commander Cody. Right. That has been a rumor that went around for a while, um, and so you know, do you have that end? inquisitors both going after him i mean maybe, yeah but, i don't know um, yeah. what we what i do know is i can't wait to see kenobi just just you know <laughs> do what he does yeah bit, just on, take out some <laughs> fools that's what I yeah <laughs> uh, i know i'm so excited to see that so like i said we could probably rail on this all day but uh, we're gonna get move on um because like i said again there's just so much so little information right now we're just kind of speculating into the wind right now right <clears throat> but our final rumor for this week is that uh you know i don't know if anyone has been following it but of course the darth vader comic series has been continuing on um and a lot of very very interesting things have been showing up uh in the most recent episode or episode uh a <laughs> comic issue um something very um provocative you know something maybe even somewhat controversial has popped up that has caused some controversy uh for sure and that is a severed hand uh was shown in kind of like in this little back to tank jar type thing and uh basically palpatine talks about how this hand was kind of the seed or the the key to new creations that he's been working on in exegol so again, this has been causing a lot of issues, uh, you know, in, in the in the fandom as most things do. But you know, Andrew and I have been discussing basically what does this mean for the lore? Whose hand is this? You know, what could this hand possibly do for creation? So I, of course, have my thoughts. But Drew, I'm going to turn it over to you for any info that you might have. Yeah. So in the in the issue. Palpatine is talking about the scalpel of creation and it says I used it to make all these things and it says I can use it to make anything and when it says I can use it to make anything it shows a severed hand in a jar and I mean heavily implied that this would be um, Luke Skywalker's hand from Empire Strikes Back um, also as he's going this is on Exegol and he's walking through, and we see a bunch of bodies in tanks. Um, so the, the um, heavily implied thing here is that potentially um, 
Palpatine is creating things with Luke's hand, right? And yeah. we know yeah. in Legends, that's exactly what he does. He he takes Luke's hand and he actually creates a clone of Luke um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with it. Luke with two U's. Yes, I'm not kidding. For those of you who don't know, there was an evil Luke, Luke. and his name was L-U-U-K-E. I am not kidding. That's that's real. That really happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so creative genius, right? Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. Very, very creative. Um, and so th- th- some people think that what this means is that Snoke was potentially created with DNA from Luke. Right. Yeah. Um, I I kind of have my doubts with that. Um, maybe a mix of things though. Maybe Luke sure. is part of that, that creation. And maybe that's why Snoke is so just weird. Maybe it's because it's so many different, you know, amalgamation of, yeah, different, of different elements, DNAs being poured in and yeah. stuff yeah. And, and created what he is. I don't yeah, know. for sure. And I don't, I don't know if we're ever truly getting the answer. <laughs> <Probably not>. um, <laughs> sometimes it seems like they just want to add more confusion and chaos into the, yeah. into the mix than they truly want to give us any answers. Um, cause this just confuses things and, yeah. and, and the Mandalorian, you know, we, we started in the Mandalorian, it appeared that was the beginning of maybe creating something, a clone of, of uh, or maybe right. creating Snoke. Right. Right. This really th- throws things. Throws, for, oh uh, yeah. It's completely different. <laughs> yeah. Because now all of a sudden here we are right after Empire Strikes Back and he already has a bunch of these things on yeah. Exegol. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's again, and I must say to say it, it almost feels like another instance of the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're two yeah. different teams working on two different things, right? But like again, so okay, looking back, if we already have this cloning technology right after uh, Empire Strikes Back on Exegol, where we see this, all this is happening, then what is happening in in, in many years later in Mando? What's happening right. there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's very weird. It doesn't. It doesn't really line up at all anymore. And <laughs> and now everything, when it comes to Snoke again, it, I'm confused because I I really thought the Mandalorian was teasing the creation of, of Snoke. Um, and and now with this, it really feels like the whatever's going on in the Mandalorian isn't really necessary because mm-hmm. if, it, if he already had clones on Exegol... Then what's the point? Then you what know? was the point? Yeah. He didn't need that whatever they're doing, right? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Then, well, again, that kind of undermines the entire plot of Grogu, right? And then what was the point of getting Grogu? Well, exactly. And and <laughs> and so, yeah, there's a lot of confusion now yeah, with that because, again, uh, we thought they were using Grogu for because they want to use his Force abilities, his high M count, mm-hmm. to um, yeah. put into a clone, which we assumed was Snoke. Right, um, and that could still be the case. Well, it could be that that maybe maybe uh, Moff Gideon s- somehow knew what Palpatine was doing, and wanted to do it for himself. I mean, I mean that could yeah, also but, be part of it too. But how would Gideon know Palpatine's alive? I don't think Gideon is is privy to that information. And also, um, you know, we have to think like there's a the all that's taking place on Exegol. No mm. one knows about Exegol. It's not like it's yeah. a common uh, place. Like that's very, very secret place, right? Right, right? And so you know, and and I think that's also where it's interesting that like it also shows that that fleet we see the final order that that yeah. fleet of star yeah. destroyers we see <laughs> in Rise of Skywalker 
is yeah. already on Exegol. Like, done. Like, finished. They're finished. The bow They're is ready. already on it, baby. I mean, come They're on. They're already sitting there waiting right after Empire Strikes Back. Which makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's, I mean, you know, yeah. I was led to believe, based off of what we saw in the movies and some of the other extra um, narrative we've received in other things, um, that that when when the Emperor was destroyed and his essence was transferred to Exegol, that he then started, you know, preparing for this final order. Yeah, it was, um, in Rise of Skywalker, doesn't he even say that, like, it is now finished, is now complete, and it now should be put into da-da-da, like, assuming that, like, it was up until that point right, that it was right. being worked and, on, you know. And now we see that, no, it was basically already done, which then <laughs> brings to question... Like 40 years. <laughs> which then brings to question... <laughs> Why didn't you use this massive fleet of star destroyers at the end of Return of the Jedi when when a fleet of a small fleet of rebels come to blow up your Death Star? I don't know. I know. Your second Death Star. Why don't you have all those star destroyers with planet or like each of those star destroyers literally can blow up a planet? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, it has just, brought so much extra confusion to everything. Yeah, and what I'm hoping um, is that like maybe some of this is clarified in the next issue, and that maybe like. Well, I don't know that it will be because the next issue is going to be a new arc. Bruh. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, Star Wars. <laughs> so, and and don't get me wrong, I actually enjoyed this arc and thought it was very good. But when you start to think about what it means overall, yeah. um it's you you realize very quickly like this has added a lot of chaos and confusion oh yeah um and i'd be curious to see what some of your takes are on it if you guys have read the comic there's even there's there's a lot more we could go into with that honestly we could have probably used that comic issue as a main theme sometime Uh, not main theme um main topic uh, but like we're, our main topic is going to be bad batch episodes for quite a while. So we decided we'd just kind of throw it in there and discuss a little bit of it. If you're interested, that is, um, d- the Darth Vader comic, uh, issue. I don't remember which issue yeah. it is. It's the I latest one. So if <laughs> you look know. it up, it'll be the, the latest issue that's out. Um, check that out. If you're interested, it's, it's that whole arc is very interesting. There's a lot to gather from it as it ties in really, it ties in all three trilogies in a sense to, in different ways. Um, but yeah, it's, but I, it's definitely adding to the chaos and that's where, um, I think there's going to be some problems with it in the future when they try to bring some more of this narrative to a close. I think that this comic just made that even harder to do so well that's how usually how it works with star wars <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so yeah so i think we're out of rumors right yeah that's it yeah so. let's um jump into releases real quick uh we got a couple of comic issues for you um we have uh we have uh the next star wars adventures comic is going to be out on wednesday as well as Bounty Hunters, and this is actually going to be a part of the War of the Bounty Hunters. This is one of the preludes. So right now, each comic, main Star Wars comic that we get, um, has a prelude right now. And then I think starting next month, we'll get the official first uh, issue of War of the Bounty Hunters. Mm. And so um, they're really they're really hyping this. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we get some cool stuff out of it. Yeah. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, the back of the comics actually have like a little 
like like boxes you can check to to make sure you're like on track with the right ones in the right order oh, so cool. yeah oh, so you handy. can check that out if you kind of need some help knowing where to start and where to go next so you can look at that um and then of course we'll be getting our next episode of the bad batch on on friday and that'll be episode four on the 21st oh yeah so. Yep, a lot of cool stuff coming up and uh, still going on. We got Bad Batch coming for a while now, so we're super excited about that, of course. Definitely. So we're going to go ahead quickly into our uh, second to last segment here, which is our Q&A, which is one of our favorite segments. And of course, as you all well know, and just in case anybody's coming in for the first time who doesn't know, uh, every week we go out and we ask some questions to, or, you know, ask a question to use. Hey, what do you all want us to talk about? And we ask that you all ask us you know, any questions, bring up topics, uh, any subject that you'd like to talk about that's relative to Star Wars and the universe. Um, so we didn't do one this week because we have so many leftover questions from the weeks that we were able to do a podcast. So we have, we're finished up on some of these final questions on the queue, but our very first one, uh, comes from Ava Patton who says, if all the clones are engineered to have somewhat of the same skill set with defects here and there, then why are there special groups like the art troopers? Is it just military rankings, or are the ARC Troopers engineered to have a higher skill set than the average clone? So, that's a really good question, and uh, and I, I do know that we kind of see our answer um, in the Clone Wars series itself, and I think it's one of the earlier seasons, I could be wrong, maybe anywhere between seasons two and four, I would say. Um, but essentially, you know, yes, while clones can be defective... While clones can be designed to be better, as we see in Clone Force 99, uh, 99.9% of the time, clones are, well, as the name suggests, a clone, right? They're supposed to be the exact same. Now, with that said, we know that, that clones still have, a, you know, an individual personality. They have all these things. Um, so your uh, kind of like last, uh, last comment, Ava, is actually exactly right. Um, our troopers are basically anyone who has proven themselves in battle and perform essentially better than the average clone. Not that they have any special abilities, it's just that, that through their own personal, uh, well, personality, um, you know, and their own individualness and stuff, that they've taken the risks and they've taken the, uh, the hard choices and, and did things that nobody else had done up to that point. So yeah, as you see in, I think said, anywhere between uh, seasons two and four, I can't remember where... It is exactly, um, but we see uh, some of the clones, such as like uh, Fives, Echo, a few of the other ones. They are chosen to be Arc Troopers, and they are uh, selected. So, to make a very long story short, uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, the Arc Troopers are not any special clones or anything. They are uh, just clones that have been selected because of their prowess, because of their achievements in battle. So, Drew, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, you covered it pretty well, but like it's, it was, um, you have to think like, you know, yes, they're clones, but we, we find very quickly that they are all very different. Right. Um, anyways, and that some have proved their worth past others, you know, right. and, and so some end up in those higher statuses. It doesn't necessarily mean they were created differently though, right. or bred differently. And so, yeah. Yeah, pretty much it. So yeah, so basically, if you're an art trooper, it's just because you were selected to be an art trooper, and if you've basically earned that. So great. All right. So our second question comes from Brandon Dukes, who says, "What does the FN stand for uh, uh, in regards to the stormtrooper identification?" So um, great question. 
Um, honestly, I don't think that a lot of thought has been put into this um, in terms of, of the sequel trilogy uh, canon. With that said, I'll tell you what I know and I'll also tell you some of the rumors that go on around it. Basically, from what I understanding is that there within the first order, there's different cores. Um, so there's the like was it the TO or the TK core? There's the FN core. Um, so there's all these different cores. And uh, uh, so, for instance, FN two one eight seven or FIN would have been a part of the FN core. Um, so canonically, we really don't know what that stands for, unless I'm mistaken. And Drew, you can chime in. And, but from understanding, we don't know what that stands for. Now, a lot of people have kind of speculated that that stands for foot soldier number. So FN, so foot soldier number. Um, other people have said that the FN it was actually a specialized group that was trained by Captain Phasma herself. But for me, that doesn't really make sense because we see Finn and, uh, you know... <laughs> If Finn uh, was trained by Captain Vaz, but, but went out and was like just stunned in battle and just stood there, like eh, I find it a little hard to believe. Granted, he does do some pretty cool stuff that we haven't seen other stormtroopers do. So yeah, I would say that the you know we do that we do know canonically that the there's an FN core, there's a TK core, there's all these different cores. But what it stands for, I'm not a hundred percent sure that we know that, other than maybe just being foot soldier number. So Drew, do you do you have any more insight on that than I do? Uh, so we know it, it was, um, you know, a, a branch of, of troopers, um, and they were trained by Phasma. We so they do, also, they were, okay. yeah, yeah, we do know that they, um, they were trained by Phasma and some believe they were the, the greatest in the first order. Um, which always cracks me up. It's like the first <laughs> battle he gets in, he's just like, Oh, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, as far as like what that what the FN actually stands for. Um, I don't know that. I don't have the answer to that. Um, I don't think it's ever really been explicitly stated um, in, in the, in the comics or the books or movies or anything. I mean, foot soldier number that does kind of make the most sense, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that there is um, if, if anyone actually has given a canon answer to what the F and stand for but right but yeah um it was it was one of the branches of that and um there there are some stories out there if you're interested in, in learning more about uh finn's time as a stormtrooper and his um and his fellow members of that group um and captain phasma kind of being a part of that and and things there are some stories out there um, that you can get if you're interested in that yeah for sure all right, so our third and final question comes from Kristen Perry, who says, uh, why do Jedi wear robes? So, you know, Kristen, I, I don't know that we have, you know, a, a specific reason. I'll tell you, like, I'll tell you, like, the Star Wars reason, and I'll tell you the real life reason, in my opinion, at least. You know, the Star Wars reason is, you know, of course, you can't wear a Jedi's robes without being a Jedi. So it's more of like a kind of a ceremonious way of identifying who you are, right? And for, you know, eons, you know, Jedi have stood for peace and tranquility and, and being peacekeepers and stuff. So having these flowing robes and walking around in these robes makes them look pretty stoic, you know. It gives them that kind of peaceful, flowy vibe. So that, you know, in terms of how they look, that's probably a way... Um, you know, uh, to identify them. And that's kind of like what they want to look like. It's basically a uniform, obviously. Um, and again, they earn that as they, you know, rank up and they actually become legitimate Jedi. Um, 
with that said, though, I, you know, kind of in the the meta explanation, you know, uh, in real life, I would just say that George Lucas really just wanted to make the connection between Jedi and monks. And monks, obviously, in real life, wear robes. Um, and, you know, we also hear Jedi being referred to as monks throughout Star Wars lore. Um, so I would just say that the, the long and short of that answer is that most likely it's because that George Lucas just wanted to make that kind of visual connection between them and monks. But. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's definitely uh, the purpose now. In canon, um, we we still know that it's kind of like a staying um, traditional type, traditional thing. like like humble and simple. Yeah, um, yeah, and you know, not having things that they feel. Uh, connect uh, attached to you know all that stuff yeah, that's why they yeah. just wear the very simple robes now we know in high republic it's actually very different and they mm-hmm. they have things that really um make them stand out and mm-hmm. things that are um that are specific to them and they they're very stylish in their robes and stuff so we know that something happens in between the high republic and what we see in the prequels that changes that um, that transformation from the flashy robes to this very, like everybody wears the same thing basically. And so that's a story that I'm still interested to see why and how that comes about. Right. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Like I said, we have so much more to go on the high Republic, so there could be a lot more answers there too. So, um, so yeah, that is the end of our Q and a segment. We're very appreciative of all the questions that always come in. So if you, uh, you know, have some questions that you've been meaning to ask and just haven't yet, we'd love to hear them. Of course, we're going to try our, uh, our best to have an episode next week and, and try to keep this, uh, train moving on here. Um, yeah. We'll anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens, you know, maybe get a third do- uh, dose of COVID or something. I don't know. And knock on wood. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and get into our main topic. So because we didn't uh, have an episode last week and we had already done our live stream for the week, um, we didn't do episode two of the Bad Bats. So this week we're going to talk about episodes two and three. So cut and run and replacements. So we're going to talk very quickly about our, you know, uh, non-spoiler thoughts and then some spoiler stuff. Now, I'll forewarn you, there's not a lot to talk about, um, specifically with episode two. Um, so this may not go super long, uh, but but yeah, so I'll just go ahead with my non-spoiler thoughts. So, of course, both of them are uh, very fun. They're very fun to watch. You know, episode two specifically was, um, it introduced you more to a certain character uh, which was nice to know, and you get to see some old characters that you haven't seen for a long time. Uh, so it was very interesting to see some of those tie-ins, and uh, yeah, it was really nice. But granted, with season, or episode two, it was very, it was short, but also there wasn't a whole lot to it. And uh, it was kind of the same way with episode three, but it was a little bit more to it. Um, in episode three, there's kind of two halves, and I will just say the first, the, the, you know, the first half of the episode was kind of like, okay, um, there's not, I mean, it's kind of a waste of time. Second half, you know, okay, this adds a little bit to the lore. Overall, they're fun episodes. Uh, I think they're trying to pace themselves more than anything because they have so many um, that they're just trying to stretch the story out a little bit. Overall, fun episodes, uh, adds a little bit to the lore, especially in episode three. Um, but yeah, a little slow though. What are your, what are your non-spoiler thoughts, Drew? Yeah. Um, I have to say so far what I'm, what I'm finding with this series is like, 
they're staying very very close to what they already created in clone wars yeah um this is staying very close to the blueprint so to speak of oh, yeah. of yeah. and patterns of what we know in clone wars um this is without a doubt a direct sequel so much so that i mean you could tell somebody this is this is clone wars and some people would would not even blink an eye about it um so i i had hoped and i've said this before on the show but i had hoped that this was going to be a realization from lucasfilm that hey our main viewers of clone wars were adults Mm -hmm. so let's take a continuation of it but let's focus on the adults now of this of this because they grew up watching this and let's make this a real dark gritty um you know after the events of order 66 show that really um kind of feeds off of the fact that it's being yeah um a story for adults yeah that's not what we're getting. No. At all. Now, I would say that the show has surprised me in a couple areas. We're like, okay, this is a little darker. But, I mean, Clone Wars had those moments, too. Well, especially in Season 7. I mean, yeah. Clone Wars <laughs> had moments where you said, oh, okay, well, that was a little dark. Yeah, true. Um, but it, but then, like, you know, but there's still so much, like, silliness in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and and you have the, the kid that's mm-hmm. very much... Uh, doing some of those very silly things, and we'll talk a little bit more when we get into spoilers. Right. But to, to to my my overall thoughts right now are like these episodes are fine, um, but they're not going anywhere. That's truly getting me excited. Yeah, yeah, I agree. like where some of this stuff is headed, and maybe giving us some l- new lore, some answers to some questions we've had about some certain things. I like where it's headed, but. But yeah, we're we're looking at sixteen episodes, and they're gonna they're gonna space this stuff out, <laughs> yeah. and there's yeah. gonna be a lot of um, a lot of filler in these. Yeah. and which to me, I'm always just like, listen, they they they're you know, Star Wars has been notorious for doing this for mm-hmm. many many years now. But I'm like, for Pete's sake, I mean, we I like having stuff every week, but if you know for a fact that you're gonna have to for have you're gonna have sixteen episodes, and then you're gonna purposefully add filler in because you want to stretch out the 16 episodes, then just make eight episodes and have stuff every episode. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's just the way I kind of got them. So. Yeah. Uh, so let's just jump into spoilers. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, uh, let's just, I'm going to kind of basically just skim over episode two because there really wasn't a lot there. Um, basically, you know, uh, the Bad Batch is headed to um, a very familiar place that we've seen before in Clone Wars uh, series, and that is the planet of Seleucami. And uh, we see, basically, they're saying we need to talk to somebody who has already figured out how to get away from the system, so to speak. And, um, you know, uh, what we see in one of the earlier episodes, I mean, really one of really early episodes of Clone Wars, um, is uh, essentially them going to Seleucami, and they're fighting droids and blah, blah, blah. But come to find out, there is a clone there whose name is Cut Laquane. I think it's in Laquane. Anyway, yeah. Cut something. <laughs> Cut Laquane. Anyway, point is, and he has a family with the Twi'lek. And, uh, and so, which is pretty crazy, right? And he's escaped from the Republic and he's got out of the army. And, of course, that was a big uh, thing of contention between him and Captain Rex and a few of the other ones. But, essentially, they finally just said, okay, we're going to let him be. 
he's good. And so now the, the Bad Batch uh, apparently somehow magically know him like super well and go talk to him. But the whole point was then, I mean, I thought was to gather uh, understanding of how to escape. But really, the whole episode was not that at all. It was just helping them escape from Seleucami from the new imperial, imperial, just see what I say, uh, control. So not a lot in episode two. Um, anything you want to add to that uh, for that episode? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> there was I nothing mean, to it. I yeah, mean. It, it, it was, you know, it was cool to see kind of a continuation of things we saw in, um, back in the Clone Wars and seeing, you know, familiar characters and where they're at now. Yeah. But like, um, but there's not a whole lot to talk about it. And, and, and you know, we, we were... Uh, going to do a live episode just or just like a a short live thing to discuss the the episode because we knew we weren't going to be able to have a podcast and after it was over we're like "Mm." there's really nothing to talk about now the only thing the only thing that came out of the episode that kind of gave any substance in my opinion was with crosshair crosshairs whatever they call them um and basically you know it, it showed kind of you know, middle way through the half, uh, middle half. Wow. I'm having a stroke. Apparently can't speak <laughs> about halfway through the episode to the end of it. Basically they showed that you can recharge or reprogram the inhibitor chip and make it stronger. And then all of a sudden now he was even willing to turn against his own brothers in arms, uh, which was a huge, you know, realization is that you could actually recharge these inhibitor chips and make them stronger. So that actually, uh, you know, led to a big battle uh, at Camino, or uh, and, and they end up having to flee. So now we get into episode three, which was re- called Replacements. And like I said, there's two halves of this. And I don't mean like first half, last half. I mean like there's half and half, like side by side. And the, 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 the let's just say the left side was with the Bad Batch, and they were fleeing, and they get in a plane wreck, basically, because uh, the ship was damaged. And they get stranded on this, you know nameless island or planet uh and they're having to just survive and there's really nothing going on in that but on the left or to the right hand side of it we have the direction of uh crosshair and see him kind of becoming this new imperial commander and how basically they are putting him over some of these conscript uh, conscripted soldiers as a commander so that was a pretty interesting thing, and uh, Drew had, you know, we, we was talking about it, but it kind of looks like it's the institution of the very first of the Death Troopers. Yeah, it kind of appears that way. Um, we have these darker, um, like, clone variation armor going on. Yeah. And we have, um, and they have the green visors. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's uh, the kind of the beginning of that. Yeah. And what we're seeing, and this is where the lore kind of comes into play, uh, some new lore and, and maybe potentially even answering some long questions that we've had. Um, we're, we're starting to see this um, this question of do the clones matter still? You know, do right. we have a reason yeah. for the clones or can we um, kind of get rid of the clones and start using, um, you know, just a regular human people to come in and, and do their, do their right. job. Right. And, um, I think that, well, as we know, that ends up being the case. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Um, and so what we're seeing here is kind of the beginning of that. And it kind of appears that these, 
the precursor to the death troopers might be what convinces them that that they don't need right we can have because these... this is the first group besides um crosshair right of 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 just people that yeah, are not clones human, um, that are yeah. that are going to be a part of of this group and so um based we'll see what they do but I've, i think this might be kind of the beginning of of the fall of the clones to say yeah say, so. and it, again that's a that's kind of we see it happen and we, we never hear really hear it talked about but i do like how they're kind of gracing the topic you know kind of broaching uh, encroaching upon the topic and really trying to just like show it because we see some of the uh the human elements of the um I'm just going to say it, the Death Trooper Squad, whether that is what they are or not. Mm -hmm. And uh, he says, like, well, I don't think that you're, you know, you clones are so special after all. Maybe maybe I'll become the commander soon enough. And da, da, da. You know, you just, like, you can see that that's definitely something that the show's trying to get you to think about. And uh, yeah. 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 And then on the other side of things, you know, we have, uh, we still have Omega with this. I'm a little, a little annoyed by the fact that, like, they're on this strange planet. They don't know where they're yeah. at. <laughs> yeah. And Omega's like, well, I'm part of your team, right? So I should be able to come. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess you're... You're a child. Like, no, you're a child. <laughs> Stay on the ship. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't get Shut your mouth, it. sit yeah. down, and wait till um, we get back. So listen, you might be a, a, a modified clone like us, but you're still a child. But it's like, you this know? is... And that's where it's like, this is still kid a kid's show. show at heart. Yeah. Yeah. Because what they're doing is the typical kid narrative where you take a kid... And they can do things far past their, their what they should be. Able, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and they do all these awesome things, and um, it's this you know makes yeah. a kid feel good, and they feel like they can relate oh, to it. Powerful and strong. Um, <laughs> not that there's necessarily anything wrong with that, but I again I was just kind of hoping this was going to surpass some of those things. Yeah, yeah. But um, but clearly it's not. Omega is clearly going to be a major role in this series. Um, yeah, yeah. That's the final really thing I want to to mention is Omega is important. Why? What is the importance yeah. of Omega? And we saw like maybe a, a tiny hint here at the kind of like the end of the episode where basically she was by herself with this animal beast thing that attacked um, uh, Hunter. Mm -hmm. And basically, I don't even know what happened. I still don't even know really what happened. And she like connected to it somehow and she fed it a flashlight. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, it to me, I feel like they're heavily implying that she's force sensitive. Yeah, it kind of does. Um, you know, it feels like that's where they're headed with it. Um, the question, the big question then is where did that come from? If she is sure, a clone, yeah. um, you know, has. Did Palpatine mess with this one specifically in a way that, so like, did he maybe try to bring in some different DNA in, into play? So right. like maybe crossed uh, Django's DNA with, uh, let's say, maybe his own or uh, maybe Anakin or, you know, I mean, there's different options there. Sure. Um, yeah. For how, how that comes to be, um, or maybe any other Jedi, but... Well, you got to think, too, like, I was just thinking, is that we had, oh, just thought about this, too. Okay, think about this. So, we have Order 66 happens, and all these Jedi, there's all these dead Jedi just laying around. But, if we remember on Episode 1, that when we had talked about it, out coming out of the Kamino base was a Jedi. You remember that? On a, on a stretcher. 
And True. we were speculating who it was, but maybe they were using these dead Jedi to experiment on them to try to create a clone, like a final clone that has some kind of force sensitivity. Yeah. And maybe that's where it all starts, right? And that's where Palpatine gets the idea of using, you know, clones to become force sensitive and things of that nature. Yeah. Never, what could I be, mean, you know? yeah, there. Well, just, I think there's definitely a, a chance that that Omega is force sensitive and will. The 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 big thing that I still wonder is how does that play into the narrative? What is the purpose right. of that? Right. And what does it mean for the future? And and um and yeah, and we'll just have to see. But I think that that's could be a very interesting concept. Is is a a clone? And it would kind of also maybe answer why she ended up being different than. Um, the rest of them, like, you know, she ended up being, uh, but she became, you know, a female Female, yeah, and, you know, has blonde hair, um, versus, you know, the, uh, a male with, with uh, like black hair. Right. And so there's, there's already, you know, that stark difference there. And so I wonder if that, um, if maybe, um, messing with the DNA in a sense could be the reason for that. Could be, um, yeah. So we'll just have to see where that goes. Um, but very interesting stuff. Overall, I think the third episode was quite a bit better than the second episode. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the third episode more. Um, I'm I'm excited to see the next like big progression um, episode because I think we're got to be close to it. You know, we've had two more a little bit more laid back. Yeah, um, I think we're gonna get some some bigger stuff. I, I mean, I think. Rex and Ahsoka are most likely in this at some point. Yeah. We might see some Jedi, you know, some Jedi that are escaping Order 66 at some yeah, point. I'd say it's inevitable um, to see some of that. Eventually. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe. Bright future. Maybe we'll get lucky and we'll even get a glimpse at Obi-Wan Kenobi. You never know. You that's, never know. You never know. I mean, who's to say the Bad Batch won't show up on Tatooine for some reason? I mean, it's not completely. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. So, you know, a guy can wish. Um, and, yeah. and, and here's another thing. There's a good chance we could see Darth Vader, a very fresh Darth Vader. That's um, definitely a possibility. It's, it's a very big definitely possibility. possibility. So yeah. lots of interesting. Oh, and another uh, Commander Cody, right? Sure, sure. We, yeah. we uh, already expect to see Commander Cody in this. Um, and so, you know, what? It, how? what is he thinking at this point? Is he mm-hmm. just completely, you know, a... Uh, hardcore believer in the empire, you know what? What's his thoughts with Obi Wan Kenobi at this point? You know, there's a lot of a lot of cool yeah. things that the yeah. show can do, um, and we got a lot more episodes. I think it's going to touch on some of this stuff. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, anything else you want to say? All right, I, I don't think so. I think we got to cover. Okay, well, guys, thank you so much for um, joining us and listening to us. I know we've been gone for a while, <laughs> but we're thankful that you have picked us back up and you're and you're listening today. Uh, please go like us, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. You know, you can also help us on our GoFundMe. Um, you can donate there. You can go to our store, get some merch. All of that goes to help us uh, become better. We want to do live streams for you guys. We're going to be having uh, VR live streams soon. We're going to be having another uh, video game stream soon, either versus Knights <clears throat> Old Republic or... Um, Jedi Fallen Order, please go on Facebook or Instagram and vote for which one you want to see us do. We're going to be posting oh, yeah. that soon. Uh, actually, it'll already be posted by the time you hear this. So, um, 
go ahead and and make your vote and that's going to help us decide what we're going to do for that but please go follow us on spotify apple Podcasts. leave a review that does a lot for us as well we thank you for listening and join us hopefully next week for <laughs> episode 57 but until next time may the force be with you and we thank you for joining the jedi eternal we would be honored.